as a way of generating a bit of extra income, I started building websites uh, from the van while we were on tour. That was my kind of like first few freelancer gigs. And uh, from there, it kind of uh, took off. Once the band split up, what, you know, once we turned 30 and we had enough uh, white hair to, to stop that. Uh, so uh, so kind of I started looking into, okay, what can I do with this uh, web design business? How can I grow this up? Uh, within the first year, we got to, I got to six figures with that uh, business. Uh, within three years, I had a team of 12 guys. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 162 of How I Built It, the podcast that asks, how did you build that? Today, I'm talking to Vito Peleg. He runs a very popular WordPress plugin called WP Feedback. But did you know that he also runs a community under the same name? Well, in this episode, we talk all about the importance of community in growing your business. Now, during this episode, we do talk a lot about in-person events. And as I record this intro, there is a global pandemic going on. So... Well, there are not a lot of in-person events going on right now, but digital communities are on the rise and they can be just as powerful. They can help you connect with people all across the globe. So take Vito's advice to heart because it's good and important. And in these times where we feel a little bit more isolated than normal, know that a digital community can help you make connections grow your business, and learn a little more about people from everywhere. This episode is brought to you by Ahrefs. Ahrefs is an all-in-one SEO tool set that solves that problem. It gives you the tools you need to rank your website in Google and get tons of search traffic. As someone who struggles with what kind of content to create or what's ranking best in Google or really anything SEO-related, Ahrefs has been instrumental in increasing traffic to my website. Over the holidays, I had my best quarter for affiliate income because Ahrefs showed me my most popular pages and topics, and I was able to optimize my content and my gift guides and update them accordingly. I would have never updated one of my gift guides because I didn't think it was that popular. Ahrefs actually showed me it is my most popular page. Ahrefs makes competitive analysis easy as well. Their tools show you how your competitors are getting traffic from Google and why. You can see the pages and content that send them the most search traffic, find out exactly the keywords they're ranking for, and which backlinks are helping them rank. From there, you can replicate or improve on their strategies. Now, uh, as I said, I don't think I'm getting significant search traffic, so I use Ahrefs tools to help find topics worth creating pages or content for. I can easily see estimated search volumes and gauge traffic potential with their Keyword Explorer tool. It's been a fantastic addition to my toolkit. Just this morning, I learned that my everyday carry post has been popular. Lots of people are coming. so. I think it's time to update that because it's five years old. If you want to gain a following or just improve traffic to your website, Ahrefs is the tool for you. You can get a seven-day trial for $7 over at Ahrefs.com. That's A-H-R-E 
fs.com for a seven-day trial for $7. And if you're anything like me, you'll be hooked. Again, that's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com for a seven-day trial for $7. Before we get started, I want to tell you about a new or newly redesigned resource I have called the Podcast Workbook. 2020 is sure to change a lot of things, including the podcast landscape. If you want to start your own podcast, but you're not sure where to start, check out my free podcast workbook at podcastworkbook.com. It will give you everything you need step-by-step to launch your show with checklists and equipment and service recommendations. It's everything you need to get started. And it's newly redesigned, so it looks a lot better, it flows a lot better, and it answers some of the feedback and questions I got from people who have already started using it. So go get it now. It's the free podcast workbook I put together to help you launch your podcast in 2020. And it is at podcastworkbook.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How I Built It, the podcast that asks, how did you build that today? My guest is Vito Peleg. He is the founder of WP Feedback. Vito, thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing? My pleasure, Joe. It's uh, I've wanted to come on this show for a long time. That is very exciting to hear, and thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so we met kind of in real life at WordCamp US 2019, uh, but we recently started talking because you started an online community, and what we're going to be talking about today is the important role that communities play in growing uh, one's business. So. Uh, before we get to that, maybe we can uh, just go over a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay, awesome. Well, um, I started building websites uh, from the back of a van, actually. I was uh, used to be a musician and uh, we're touring the world, uh, releasing albums, playing, uh, you know, playing shows all, all over. Um, and even though it kind of seemed like from the outside, like we were doing it and, uh, you know, the audience is growing and albums are selling, we were all dead broke. Mm-hmm. So as, as a way of generating a bit of extra income, I started building websites uh, from the van while we were on tour. That was my kind of like first few freelancer gigs. And uh, from there, it kind of uh, took off once the band split up, what, you know, once we turned 30 and <laughs> we had enough uh, white hair to, to stop that. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so kind of, I started looking into, okay, what can I do with this uh, web design business? How can I grow this up? Uh, within the first year, we got, to, I got to six figures with that, uh, business, uh, within three years, I had a team of 12 guys and wow. through the experience of growing and scaling up, uh, up kind of fast, um, um, it became really apparent that there's a huge problem with communicating with clients uh, in our industry or in any service delivery. Uh, there's always a lot of friction between clients and uh, and the, the guy that is providing the service. When it comes to technical stuff like building websites and stuff like that, it's even it's even more um, uh, emphasized. So uh, to kind of bridge the gap between our clients and uh, us, uh, we created a tool that this is what. Uh, uh, we call WP Feedback. Uh, that tool started as a tool for us, but uh, uh, it worked so well, so I decided to kind of like uh, uh, release it to the wild. Uh, once we did, it grew really, really fast, a lot thanks to the power of the WordPress community and uh, the, the connections that I made made within this community, the uh, amazing people that help us spread the word and so on. 
We broke a record being the first company uh, uh, in WordPress, in the history of WordPress, that reached six figures in revenue within the first 30 days. Wow. Um, and then from that point, it was like, all right, no more client work, no more websites. Let's focus just on uh, WP Feedback. And that's what we've been doing since. Uh, for the past seven months, we've been growing this, this product. Uh, now we have a team of 10, peop- 10 people here at the company, and it's growing every day. That's really fantastic. So first, I want to ask, uh, what, what did you do in, in the band? Did you sing or right. did you play the instrument? I was the, I was the lead singer and guitar player. Nice. And, um, and I was kind of the manager, you know, like yeah. I was, uh, what, what was driving this? Very cool. I play the drums myself, so ah, I'm always That's scared. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, there's always one guy that is the guy that actually uh, uh, does all of the work. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> for sure. It's like a group project yeah. in college, right? It's like there's always somebody yeah, who does exactly. the work and then everybody else kind of hangs out. Um, exactly. I feel like both of us were the people who always did the work. Uh, except for… Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> I got paired up with one person. She was like super type A and like… Had to get straight A's all through college. And right. uh, I contributed, but she ended up doing most of the work because she needed that A. She was upset that we yeah, got a 96. Yeah. And I was like, uh, that is yeah. still an A. It's, a is always good. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so this is great. So you started making websites. Uh, you did that pretty successfully, I would say. And then you created a tool that you uh, that scratched your own itch, but... Uh, as as somebody who's been in the WordPress community since 2004 knows, uh, it scratched the itch of a lot of people. And yeah. uh, that's why I grew, you, you hit the nail on the head. You built a really great product that everybody needed. And I remember hearing about it like right when it first came out. That everyone's like, gotta awesome. check this out. Um, that's awesome. And it's it's exciting to hear that uh, that it was thanks to the WordPress community. So... Um, Very much so. Let's let's talk a little bit about that. Were you involved in the WordPress community before you built WP Feedback, or was this something that helped you get really involved in the community? Right, um, I, I was, but I was more of a fly on the wall than actual uh, participant within the community. So, uh, you know, I was I was going to meetups here and there, nothing like religiously. Uh, I was uh, I was active on Facebook groups for years. I've been doing WordPress since two thousand nine. Okay. Um, so uh, so uh, you know, like when you need to grow, especially when you're a freelancer, and there's no one around you to ask. Um, you know, going into a community online is um, uh, is a very very powerful uh, tool for um, for us. Uh, so that's where I learned. I learned through the community. But when WP Feedback came about, I actually had something to also market to the community, which changes your perspective of what it is, uh, if you will. Um, so so uh, and when you approach it like that, then you start engaging with other product makers. Uh, you know, product makers from products that I used for years, and now all of a sudden you're hanging out with them, and uh, uh, you know, podcasts that I listened to for years. Now you're you're appearing on them. Uh, so so this is like um, once you have something that adds value to that community and you're friendly, basically, uh, you, then you can make a lot of connections that uh, will skyrocket, what, skyrocket whatever you're doing. You know, going to WordCamp uh, Berlin last year, that was that was like the huge revelation for me. Um, I, I went there literally on the on the month of the launch. We launched on the 28th of May. 
And the World Cup, I think, was around the 10th of June. So okay. that was really, really close. Yeah. Uh, so, like, the buzz was starting to build when I went there. Uh, but while I was there and, you know, talking up to as many people as I could uh, stop along, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the hallway track over there. Um, that, that kind of just solidified how much powerful this is. You know, if you think of working with companies like GoDaddy, like Elemental, like uh, Main WP, like, you know, all of these massive, massive kind of uh, uh, players in our, in our specific space, um, you would think that this is something that you would only approach three years in, four years in to any business, right? To start playing with these kind in these leagues. Uh, but thanks to the WordPress community, there was no barrier of entry. You know, if you have a good idea uh, that could provide uh, 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 like value to those companies' users that they collected over years, uh, they are happy to make a connection and they are happy to make, to to discuss and have a conversation around this. So this kind of like really emphasized this. That that's from the professional point of view, but also uh, from our side, from day one, because it's like a feedback tool. We gave a lot of emphasis of uh, engaging with our users, uh, listening to what they have to say. You know, it, it's in the name. Like we yeah. had, we had to. Uh, so, uh, so like literally from um, even before day one, we had a Facebook group uh, with people that uh, were joining there. Now, uh, seven months in, the Facebook group has uh, uh, one thousand and two hundred people that are members uh, in there, engaging, helping each other, and all of these kind of stuff. Um, and that, that, and the experience of what I what I saw uh, from the from our users now reminded me of my experience as a freelancer and as an agency owner, and that's what kind of drove us to the next step, which is what we're launching now um, with the idea of helping the entire WordPress community with one platform that is designated for them. Yeah, that's fantastic. So you said uh, a lot of stuff there, but I didn't want to stop you because I thought it was very, yeah. it was very well told. I feel like you you did a good job telling that story. Um, awesome. But uh, so uh, before WP feedback, you were more of a fly on the wall. You went to meetups and talked in Facebook groups. Um, but I like what you said that kind of once you uh, launched or were launching WP feedback, you had something to market to the community, and yes. this is this is important for a couple of reasons because I think your approach was the right approach, right? You didn't just like uh, jump in and go like, hey, look at my product. You were right. kind of already involved and you you knew how to talk to people in the community. Um, the the kind of opposite of that is is we had, you know, I used to run the, the Scranton, Pennsylvania meetup group. Okay. And we had people come and and a few times people this these people would just come and like give their card. Like it was like a networking event, but like they wouldn't contribute at all. They were just kind of Oh, this is what I do, and then I'm going to leave. And that right. nobody nobody wanted to work with that guy. So I, you know, I think that contributing, being a part of the community, and then saying, "Hey, this is something based on what I know about the community that adds value." I think you really hit the nail on the head there. Uh, we also did something that was really cool uh, that I that I didn't see a lot of other people doing um, at that event. Exactly on the point that you're making now, because I agree with you 100. If you go to someone. And uh, you just try to jump in bed with them. Uh, it's probably not gonna work, right? Uh, you gotta ease ease your way in. Uh, uh, that's uh, can't play the game, right? Yeah. Uh, so um, so what we did is like before we launched the product, we we had um, uh, a bit of a survey that we did with our beta users, mm -hmm. and we surveyed uh, 600 WordPress professionals to ask them how they run their business. 
the information was for us to see if my idea has merit, if it's not just in my head. Uh, basically, market validation and a bit of research to see what people are doing. But the cool thing is that we got a lot of data on, on how the, the industry is operating uh, in terms of what is the average business size in the space, what tools these guys are using, which is your favorite, go, what is your go-to theme, what is your go-to page builder. You know, so once you collect it from uh, hundreds and hundreds of people, then you can create really interesting uh, benchmarks. So my approach to adding value to the community, instead of going around and giving away uh, business cards, we printed out these guys. I think I have one here. Yeah. We printed out these guys, uh, which is like the wow. ultimate WordPress survey. And uh, we just took all of the results from the stuff that we kind of like that people answered. Yeah. And uh, just created a report. How many websites have you built in the last three months? How many WordPress websites does your, your team manage on an ongoing basis? How do you collect content? How do you provide support? What is your theme? What is that? Uh, and this is like, like when I saw, when I kind of broke it down after reading the results myself, I was like, oh my God, I wish I could see that as a freelancer and as an agency myself, uh, because it gives you proper benchmarks to, the, to your business to see what is actually achievable within this space. Uh, and yeah, and we printed out 500 of these and this is what I gave away instead of a business card. Uh, yeah. Of course, on the final page, I had a bit of information about what we do, but, uh, but you start with giving value. Then if people care, they will stick around. Yeah, that's truly fantastic. And I mean, that's like kind of um, email marketing 101 as well, right? You yes. don't just say, join my mailing list. You say, uh, give me your email address and I will email you this awesome PDF thing. And then like that shows, hey, I'm not just here to sell you things. I'm here to give you value and quick wins. Um, that's so, that's exactly true. And that's where we got the strategy, you know. I used to do this with a band actually before. <laughs> we, uh, uh, you know, we used to, uh, we, we played the small stage at the Download Festival, which is like a rock festival here in the UK. And uh, over there, I even have that here. Like uh, it's like a festival with, tens of thousands of people, which are our exact target audience as a, as a rock band at the time, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so, and you want to get the favor of this community. It all ties up basically to what we're talking about. You yeah. want to get be in the favor of what they want and you want to attract them to see the show and to buy tickets and to buy merch and to do all of, all of the stuff that you're trying to market to them. Uh, so what we did is we created a few thousands of uh, bandanas uh, with the logo of the band and the kind of thing, you know, like a cheap giveaway. Yeah. Uh, with the with the website of the band, it paid itself. Like f during the first day that we did it, by people going to the website and buying the T-shirt to match the bandana that they already have, or or buy the album and so on. Uh, this was like wow. a, a really cool activity, and so I'm trying to follow the same step. A lot of stuff that I'm doing are taken from the music industry because yeah. it's such a such a competitive, you know, such a competitive uh, market. Um, if you want to stand out, you got to really think outside the box. Yeah, that's, oh man, that's so great. Um, yeah, I think that's fantastic. And I'm, I'm generating ideas of my own now. Right, um, great. <laughs> so so this is great. You, you join the community, you immediately gave value once you launched your product, which was super important. Um, and then you decided to launch this online community. Now, before we get to that, uh, there's a couple more questions I kind of want to touch on with. Sure. Um, 
the connections that you made in the community, right? Because I'm all about building networks. Uh, I'm a bit of a connector myself. So I, I love meeting people. I'm super extroverted. Um, but how did you uh, approach people in the community? Uh, you know, you mentioned GoDaddy and Elementor. Um, what was your approach to, to being like, hey, I have this new tool. I think it'd be interesting. What was that pitch like? Right. So um, before before you pitch, you got to, and it's again, it goes back to the dating game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now I'm married, so I don't, I'm out of practice on this, <laughs> uh, on this field. Uh, but, but, it, but the rules still apply. Like, um, you don't want to go out and uh, say, hi, I'm uh, Vito and I run a, a software company. And uh, hey, how about you go to bed with me, right? You, yeah. you go and you ask questions. You, you develop the conversation. You, you, uh, you develop true interest in the opposite person, you know, like in the person that is standing in front of you um, and basically listen. I, the, the, the core of the partnerships that we, that we did and all the partnerships that we did are, um, are out of what these companies are doing with anyone else. So everything is unique, you know. Every every opportunity that that we got out there and and uh, made happen is uh, is not within a flow or a system that these companies have. The reason for that is that I found out what they're after. Um, I asked them like what, and I still do that. I think that when when we spoke, I asked you first, Joe, what do you want to do in twenty twenty? Yeah, know? and I listen, and then I try to see where I can put myself in uh, to add value to you while creating the collaboration for us. Yeah, that that's great. Um again, you you want to form a a mutual relationship by yeah. going to oh. going to events, meeting people, contributing, things like that. But it, it's not you know, now that I'm saying it, it sounds a bit technical and uh, maybe a little cold, but but it's not. You it's No, like no, a, you're absolutely right yeah. because um I mean, look, people who are in business are in business, right? Uh, I think that's a mutual under... You're not just walking up to people on the street going, hey, let me get to know you, so right. maybe you'll buy my product. You're going up Sometimes. to people, maybe a little bit, but <laughs> mostly, especially at, at WordPress events, you're yeah. going up to people saying, hey, you've sponsored this event. Obviously, you want to get something out of it. Yes. Let's talk. What do you want to get out of it? What do I want to get out of being here? How can we yeah. work together? Why are you here? That's right. such an easy question to ask uh, someone at a conference. Why yeah. are you here? And it tells you everything. Yeah, I love that. Um, so you've decided to take the community aspect to the next level. Um, and, and we're talking as a result of a call we had a few weeks ago as we record this, um, where you showed me this community and then invited me to it. And I was blown away by it. You described it as like a Facebook for for the WordPress community, I think. Or yes. I am describing like, that right. in my head, but um, that's exactly what it feels like to me. Um, yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that and why you created it? Okay, so um, when I first joined the community, that, and, and as, as uh, we discussed, that was like a little more than a decade ago, mm-hmm. um, there weren't many options for WordPress. You'd go to the forums and that's where you'd be. Right, that's that's the only place that uh, the community hung out. Uh, but you know, obviously, forums is so nineties nowadays. <laughs> it's it's not really the we're in twenty twenty, and um, a, and so the community has for for the the past decade has tried to find a new place. And you saw uh, w- there are one hundred and eighty thousand people just inside Facebook groups related to WordPress. There's uh, seventy thousand people in Slack channels, sixty thousand people in LinkedIn meetups. In LinkedIn 
LinkedIn groups, uh, 240,000 in meetups, uh, uh, WordPress-related meetup groups. Um, no, I'm not even talking about Reddit and uh, all of these standalone forums and the WordPress forum that is still kind of uh, limping its way through, you know? Um, it was just too much, you know? Especially now that my, my day is mostly around engaging with the community, with use, with our users, with our potential partners, with our existing partners, with people like yourself. That's what I do on Facebook or, or on Twitter or on uh, you know or on LinkedIn. That's the only reason why I have all of these platforms. Um, more than that, when I need to actually consume information, I go to the tavern, then I go to, to WP Tavern, then I go to WP Mayor, then I go to Torque. These are, I think I told you, these are like my big three. Yeah. Uh, but why? Why would I go to each one of them and consume content based on uh, just the relevance of what they decided at that moment instead of based on the categories that I want to explore like you do on Netflix, for example? When you scroll down, it, it's not about the publisher. If uh, Warner Brothers released something, it's about I want to watch a sitcom. I want to watch a comedy or a drama, you know, mm-hmm. and go based on that. So, um, so I try to take all of these kind of aspects and bring it in. The main reason for this is because the mission for WP Feedback from day one was let's fix communications for WordPress professionals. Um, for my position as an agency owner, when we started this business, I could only see freelancers and agencies under the definition of WordPress professionals. But now that I'm kind of uh, more immersed in what's going on, I identify this term as a much broader term. I consider myself still a WordPress professional now as a product maker and yourself as a, as a podcast maker, you're also a WordPress professional in what you're doing and the hosting companies are WordPress professionals in what they're serving the community with and all of these people are also have a, um, a, like they're also touching this community from different angles. It's not just freelancers and agencies. Uh, so this platform is like our next level, how we want to fix communications for WordPress professionals globally for every company that is out there, for every freelancer, for every agency, for every podcast, and so on. Today's episode is brought to you by Smile and their product, Text Expander. Save time typing and boost your productivity with Text Expander. You know I'm all about automation, and Text Expander is a great way to get started with automation. It allows you to create your own snippets for repetitive text you tend to use everywhere. Add the text, create a snippet, and boom, save precious time and keystrokes. One of my favorite snippets is for my address. So instead of typing out my full address and risking typos, I simply type dollar sign A-D-D-R and Text Expander does the rest, filling in my full address for me. I also have snippets for my street, my city, and my zip code. But that's not all Text Expander does. With its advanced snippets, you can create fill-ins, pop-up fields, and more. You can even use JavaScript or AppleScript. Another one of my favorite and most used snippets is when I type PPT. That will take whatever text I have on my clipboard and convert it to plain text. So I'm no longer fighting formatting when I copy from a Word document, a Google Doc, or a plain HTML page, like a website. I also use it for common links, email messages, which I can completely customize with fill-ins and drop-down menus, and even date calculations. I'm currently writing a book, and Text Expander has been instrumental with that. 
Text Expander is available on macOS, Windows, Chrome, iPhone, and iPad. So pretty much anywhere you do computing. If you've been curious about trying Text Expander or automation in general, now's the time. As a listener, you can get 20% off your first year. Just visit textexpander.com slash podcast and let them know how I built it sent you. That's textexpander.com slash podcast for 20% off your first year. And now back to the show. One thing that I would want to kind of like, especially with the title of the podcast, I think that would be interesting. So when this idea kind of clarified that this is what we're doing, because we didn't really set out to build a social platform, mm-hmm. uh, but, but the need, the market kind of drived us there, uh, drove us there. Uh, so, um, so when this idea clarified and I kind of accepted that this is what we're doing, um, I went out and I researched how, what does that mean? How can I make a, a successful social platform? What should I build to, uh, into the, to, into the, into this platform to make it engaging and useful to the people that land there? And what I found is that, um, the interesting thing with social media is that all of them do the same thing exactly except for one or two uh, unique features that each platform has. So you must have messaging, you have to have some kind of a profile, you have some kind of, some kind of a feed or a, or a message board or some kind of an area where people post stuff. Um, but, you know, if you look at the Snapchat, the filters, the face filters and the stories were their differentiator. Uh, you know, we even talked about, uh, um, uh, you know, Tinder, mm-hmm. where you also have a profile and messages, yep. but their differentiator is the user discovery, which is the swipe right, swipe left. That's what they kind of put forward. And LinkedIn, it's about the community, but it's more about finding a job, right? Right. Uh, or Behance, which is by Adobe now, and uh, all of these kind of stuff. It's more about creating your portfolio, but also engage with the community. So that's what we 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 created here. It's not just about the groups and stuff, even though. Uh, this is a huge part of what we're building here to make this uh, 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 um, to make it stick. Um, the unique features are the feedback tool and the sandbox, which are, which give us differentiation over any other platform that is out there. And the the cool thing is that now that it's identified into a niche, we can keep building stuff that are relevant for us. Facebook will never do that, you know. They will never right. build stuff that are relevant just to web designers and uh, and and uh, other people in the space. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, uh, I so you, a common theme uh, that keeps coming up in these conversations is you did a lot of research. Uh, I love hearing that because oh, yeah. a lot of times, I mean, if you if you, it seems like you've listened to the show, so you might have heard a lot. I just did it, and then it turns out people needed it. Um, yeah, but. But the more I kind of wade into being a quote unquote real business, trying to grow my business because I have actual stakes like a child and a house and another one right. on the way as we record this. Um, <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, we're really excited. But like, I'm like, man, I need to like be a, a real business person. Um, <laughs> yeah. Research is super important because you want to know what people want, what problem you're solving, what audience you're serving. And you can't just do that based on your your own head cannon, right? I one hundred percent agree, and I use I used to operate in the same way that you're describing myself. You know, being a musician is the worst product market fit that can happen in this <laughs> world. You know, like uh, you just do whatever you want yeah. and hope that people like it, and uh, most times they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you never change because that's selling out, right? <laughs> uh, 
but so so in business, I kind of adapted a, di- a different approach just because I, uh, with the agency, I got to see hundreds and hundreds of other businesses that came to us uh, with their ideas, mostly stupid ideas, if I may say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got to kind of like walk them through why this idea is never going to take off or, or if it is, uh, what we need to do to actually make it take off, you know? So that rapid experience of launching websites uh, uh, every single month and doing not only the website, but doing launching the strategies to uh, to take them to market, um, that kind of, uh, create, you know, it, it just created um, a scenario where I have a system that if I have an idea, I just go through the system and it, it just includes market research as part of it. Uh, you create a landing page and you ask some questions. That's done. That's the, that's that's all of it. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like you're going out there and uh, and um, flying around the world and serving people one by one. You just post on a few Facebook groups and get like about 500 responses, which, you know, um, uh, 500 responses, uh, sometimes it's the amount that people uh, that, you know, these surveys in the news channels, these are the amount of people that tell you if uh, this guy is going to be president or that guy is going to be president. Right. So, so this number is kind of kind of easy to get to, but it's, deep enough to give you uh, a real um, uh, market image. Yeah, I love that. And and to bring it back, I mean, if you're in, if you are involved in a community, you have the ability to do that, right? Yeah, because just, you're given a them. platform. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Uh so we're we're coming up on uh, our time here and there's a couple of things I want to I want to get to. First of sure. all, I need to ask. I don't get to ask this too much anymore. Um but I, want, I do want to ask the title question. How did you build the social platform? Like, did you build it from scratch? Did you start with BuddyPress or something like that? Right. So initially, we started from scratch. Uh, we wanted to build this on Laravel and uh, React, uh, like our cloud-based system, that like the, like our dashboard area. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started with this, but the, but it took so long, man. It took it took ages to do any sing, s- small things that we not wanted to do, and like uh, as as we were building it, and I was working with the dev team, uh, I was kind of like, why, why are we why are we spending so much time to create a like feature when thousands of people before us already have a like feature on a comment. Um, you know, why would we need to build that? Why would we need to build a, a groups module? You know, it already exists out there. Um, and then just around the same time, um, a Body Boss, which is a great, great uh, company, they launched a, um, a lifetime deal on their th- new theme, which is basically a fork of BodyPress. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, right, right, yeah. Yeah, so they took BodyPress, which was great for, uh, again, for the beginning of 2000s, uh, but kind of stopped there, right? Yeah, and then then they just like said, "All right, we're taking over. We're we're taking it. We're gonna take it from here." And they brought it to 2019, basically, to to make sure that something is uh, viable. Um, that gave us a nice base for what we created. But as I described before, that is not enough to create a successful community because a platform like this gives you the social tools. It doesn't give you a differentiator. So now that's that's your that's your job as uh that's my job as the uh, uh, you know as the guy that is running this show to figure out what can we build that will be so unique so specific that this will be our title not the community uh, like like LinkedIn with their uh, you know with their jobs or like uh, like a, a Tinder with your find a date so for us is 
peer-to-peer feedback. You know, people can go in, share each other's design, give each other responses. It works amazingly. I don't know if you had a look uh, this yeah. morning on what people tell to each other, but it's incredible the 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 feedback that people are giving. Um, super, super valuable from from the first st- from the first sentence you read. And that's the kind of impact that you would want to illustrate with these uh, additional features. So anyway, to make it short, body body boss is the is the theme that is powering this. We're also using Elementor Pro to drive uh, all of the custom pages around this. Um, we took WP feedback as the main um, as the main differentiator and the feedback tool, and we broke it down. We incorporated it in there in the you know like. Uh, patch them all together and 10,000 uh, lines of code later this is where the platform is that's incredible and I've got to say like the feedback feature is really fantastic I'm, I awesome. will certainly be taking advantage of that um, brilliant so as we uh, as we kind of come to a close on this episode uh, I want to ask you if you could give the listeners two or three tips for getting involved in whatever community they want to get involved in, whether it's WordPress or some other, the pen community or something like that. Right. Um, Number one, find the events that are around you. That's the most important thing because uh, a a true relationship starts in the real world. You know, you can talk to people online as much as you want, but as long as you're sitting uh, face-to-face in front of someone, uh, it's not real. Uh, so that would be my number one. Then try and find local groups, uh, you know, on Facebook or on any other kind of social channel and uh, make yourself known, you know, like uh, just be there, provide value. It's not about posting, hi, this is my website and uh, come in and buy. It's about lo- looking at what people are posting in there, trying to learn what are their concerns. How can you fit yourself into what they're already thinking instead of trying to change the agenda uh, of the day? Uh, this is what we did with both of these uh, steps here with WP Feedback. Instead of trying to force a solution on, on the market, we figure out what the market needed and we just build that. And that's exactly what it happened here with this community as well. Uh, so yeah, that's how you can get to an easy product market fit. Um, yeah, so go to go meet people in the real world, engage online in these groups, go to podcasts and you do PR stuff. These are all stuff from the music world. You know, you go to uh, the shittiest, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know if I can say that. You go to the random, <laughs> to we'll the most it. random, right? <laughs> to the most random kind of uh, radio stations, local radio stations along the, the road when you're traveling, when you know there's going to be two listeners, but you're still there doing your thing, spreading the word. That's how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Lo- uh, love that. A true relationship starts in the real world. Um, oh, yeah. I think that's that's so fantastic. Um, awesome. Love it. So, uh, Vito, thank you so much for your time today. I do need to ask you one more question, of course, which is my favorite. Do you have any trade secrets for us? Um, I'm pretty transparent about what I'm doing. I, I think I have a bunch of trade secrets. Uh, but, but, uh, I usually don't, you know, I'm happy to share them. That's part of the kind of the community kind of vision. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Nothing that kind of comes to my mind, but I can share our strategy of how we got to six figures within the first 30 days. That was kind of a, um, a collection of trade secrets that uh, were all bundled up together. Um, instead of sending to my website in the power of the, with the power community, let me send to Vova's website to freemuse.com, uh, where right. I collaborated on a, on a, 
uh, on a massive blog post over there. I think it's like 7,000 words breaking down each step of our launch strategy, how we did the market research, how we took the product to market, how we built the community around this, uh, how we got press press mentions and all of this kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, and since then, I saw a lot of people starting to following to follow this article uh, and uh, getting some awesome results. So I hope that more will do the same. Awesome. Love that. Uh, so first of all, uh, we are going to link to that article. Uh, awesome. I'll also link to <laughs> Vova's episode. I interviewed him on the show. Ah, but perfect. I also I also like, uh, I feel like this could be a trade secret. I'm pretty transparent about what I'm doing and I'm happy to share. I think a lot of people feel like they need all to right. keep what they know close to the chest. Um, but I've been preaching to my students and my mailing list, like, share what you know. Because people are oh, going yeah. to see what you know. And then if they need to hire you, or buy your product, they'll do that. Because, uh, sure, I could watch a YouTube video on how to, you know, refinish my bathroom or something like that, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to hire a professional to do it. So Yes, I agree. And I, I think that it also goes to the fact that if you, if you give people something, they would want to give back. And being business owners, no matter what sector and what kind of industry you're working on, uh, we never know. We never know anything. We only figure it out along the way. That's how it all, this whole game works, right? So yeah. I don't know the, a year from now, but someone already been there. And yep. if if I will share my my knowledge with people that uh, are a year back from where I am at this stage, uh, hopefully that will give me the ability to reach out to people that are a year from now. And it works like that. You know, when you send something to the world, to the universe, it comes back in the same form. I love that. Uh, what a great place to end. Vito, thank you so much for your time. Where can people find you? My pleasure, Joe. Um, uh, join the community, wpfeedback.co. It's completely free. Um, it's growing really fast. We have some amazing people like Joe and like all of the other um, uh, community leaders that we have in there. Uh, anyone from uh, Troy Dean to the guys from Codable that are managing groups in there to Evicha and Davinder and, uh, um, you know, Everyone is in Nathan and all of the guys. Everyone is in there uh, um, running their own groups in their unique specialty. Uh, so it's it's the the best place to uh, gather WordPress knowledge out there at the moment. Fantastic! I will link to that and everything we talked about in the show notes over at HowIBuilt.it. Vito, thanks again for joining me. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thanks so much to Vito for joining us today. I really liked his story um, from kind of the beginning, uh, right where he started. He said he started building websites from the back of his van. Some of the more quote unquote guerrilla marketing things that he did. And then how he built WP Feedback uh, in less than a year to make it an extremely profitable business. Uh, I loved his motivations for starting the community uh, and and things like that. I am part of that community. If you want to join it and and say hi, I will link everything in the show notes over at howibuilt.it slash 162. That's where you can get everything that we talked about over there. So thanks again to Vito for spending some time with us. And thanks to this week's sponsors, Ahrefs and Text Expander. Those are two tools that have helped my business considerably by saving me time and helping me write good content for people who are visiting my own websites. 
If you liked this episode, be sure to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to subscribe to the show, you can get all of those links again over at howibuilt.it slash 162. Uh, if you are interested in starting your own podcast, like I said at the top of the show, check out my free podcast workbook over at podcastworkbook.com. And I think that's everything that I have uh, to request of you right now. So thanks so much for listening. And until next time, get out there and build something. <laughs>